When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PNE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we talk about North End's recent results, the transfer market, squad registration, and we answer some questions sent in to us. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon, who is back from his holidays, which means we are back. Two weeks off, Dave. Feet up. How was it? It was very nice, actually, yeah. Tom, yeah. So, uh... Yeah, a week at home, a week in Northumberland. Very nice. Yeah. Came back um, just in time to go on the Swansea game as a fan rather than sit in the press box with you and do some work. <laughs> yeah. I took my little lad on. Well, he's not so little anymore. He's 12. <laughs> he's getting taller than me near enough. It's not <laughs> difficult. Uh, yeah, so I went on the Swansea game to sort of finish off my holidays and yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like a, a gluttony for push, punishment almost, but it was a good game, wasn't it? Was, it? it was great, it was yeah. great, yeah, so... Uh, I, I must admit, I'm tempted to do that, because my nephew's uh, four, I probably should know his age, I think he's four, pretty sure he's four. Do you know his name, Tom? I, I do, yeah. I do, I'm, I'm quite familiar with that. I've got, th- I've got three nephews, it's hard to keep track at the moment. Um, he uh, He's starting to get into football and he kind of wants to go to a stadium, and, and my mum was saying, like, oh, I'll go with your Uncle Tom. And uh, and I'd take him to North End, <laughs> but you know, normally working and stuff, and you'd be there as a fan. Bring, it'd be completely different, wouldn't it? Bring him; he can live blog. Yeah, oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah, we could have a live blog from yeah. a three-year-old's point of view. I like that idea. <laughs> so, yeah, we can put our feet up, let him do the work. Yeah, yeah. spelling yeah. might be a bit ropey. But no, you never know. but I mean, yeah, we all have a typo in us, so we can just oh, we yeah. just say that. I got yeah. called out for 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 uh, like one letter wrong on Twitter the other day. I was like, God, <laughs> try to type quickly. Give me a break. Um. But yeah, feeling refreshed and ready for it. I mean, you came back, you came straight back into the transfer window, didn't you? Yeah. Deadline day, I'm no not, rest. I'm not refreshed uh, this morning. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning, The well, it's Wednesday early afternoon, yeah. and uh, we were up a bit late, weren't we? I know, we yeah. This, uh, the, the, this signing malarkey. Oh, this, this 11 o'clock deadline that, that just yeah. basically wasn't a thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> you basically got to get a few bits and pieces in by 11 o'clock, and then the rest is down to you. I mean, what Blackpool... Signed a player that mid morning, didn't he? Yeah, today, I, think, like. I think it was just confirmed. To be fair, I think I always thought there's this sort of misconception almost about deal sheets, and mm. if if the deal started at a certain time, you're okay. Now Sky apparently, Sports love a deal sheet. Yeah, but I, I, I was told that that's only a sort of Premier League thing. In the mm. EFL, you've got to have all your paperwork in for the right. deadline. So I think North End have got their paperwork done you mm. know in the EFL you've got to get your paperwork in but I think it's just a lot a lot of the delay is getting interviews ready mm. and you know make making sure you get the the go-ahead back from the football league so yeah everything's done you mm. know like then you can start announcing it in, so it's basically yeah. just the announcement portion all the yeah. transfer and stuff is is, is done ahead done, of time yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I, I think the deal sheet things is more a sort of Premier League thing and uh, yeah um, so, but let's not get distracted by that. No, Sky Sports yeah. do like to uh, glam those sorts of things up. I, I think I saw something like Cave Solicol, and he was like, "I've been sent a text from an agent. He sent me three words: 
the deal is off. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you sure about those three words, Calvin? Yeah. <laughs> Good to God! Yeah. They don't. Uh, they, I think he just got carried away with it all. <laughs> um, but we will go back in time slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll quickly cover the PNE games and then go into all the transfers the football, and stuff. Tom. Yeah, the, the actual, actual football. The actual football. Yeah. Uh, it's been a bit better since you've been away. Yeah, uh, we started with started with Huddersfield, then Peterborough, Morecambe, and yeah. Swansea. I, 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 my my last game I covered was the Reading game. Yeah, which obviously ended it in a disappointment. And I wasn't even there. You weren't there either. <laughs> so yeah, um, two one defeat at Reading. Then I watched the Huddersfield one on telly. Mm. Did you get there and back on okay on your yeah, own? Yeah, it weren't too yeah. bad, yeah. yeah you didn't yeah. get lost. Didn't, I didn't fall asleep either. Good. That was, yeah. That was well, vigorous. obviously not because you sat here now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't see any bruises on you. Yeah. No. So you didn't crash. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Huddersfield was a sort of the high watermark of the disappointment, I think. It was a mm. third, what, third league defeat, mm-hmm. you know, on the bounce and alarm bells were starting to and everyone thought bell. that you know Huddersfield had relegation yeah. fodder if we don't beat them they're even worse yeah, and yeah it, it was kind of like the, yeah. the breaking point yeah but there's a lot you know yeah. I watched the game on and telly fourth. and you it's a lot different watching a game on telly than it is watching mm. at the stadium or um, you know even from the press box or wherever your seat is in the stadium you, you get a different look at it mm. anyway they lost that one and then I packed my bags, and went on holiday, and yeah. things got it. Things got far better after that. I uh, yeah, I followed. I followed your tweets on um, <laughs> on the Peterborough game. Yeah, and yeah, I think Patrick Bowers scored. I was sat in a cafe in Berwick eating uh, jam and scones. Hey, jam and scones and a North End goal. Yeah, and, and, a, and a coffee. Yeah, in the rain. No, it was really good. And then. Yeah, sat in the pub as well, sort of having a, something to eat and a few pints for the Morecambe game, following <laughs> your right. tweets as well. Yeah. You? I think your little hands are like going all oh, over you, typing God. away. It sounded a great game, that yeah, one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It really was. It was like, it was. It felt like everything you'd been waiting for. It was like end to end, proper cup, some big tackles going, all that sort of stuff. And you're like, go on, just keep going. Like. We've had some good games at Morecambe over the years. Yeah. Haven't we in the, you know, the whatever it used to be, the Leyland daft vehicles whatever or the yeah. auto windscreen whatever Johnson paints you know I think North End won 4-2 up there mm. once we won a penalty shootout mm. there and Andrea rested yeah, yeah. This, you know and this was a great you know sounded an absolute great game I've, yeah. I can only go from you know the you know the the YouTube highlights yeah. or whatever I've seen but it looked an absolute cracker and you know following your tweets and uh uh, things like that, fantastic. Yeah, some yeah. good goals on all Ledsons and the mm. fourth goal. But yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's coincidence, but since you stopped covering North End, mm-hmm. <laughs> things have turned around, Dave. Oh. Not sure if you'll be welcome back at yeah, this point. But yeah, when I get to Bristol City a week <laughs> on Saturday, yeah, you'll, you, you'll be there. Now you stay <laughs> yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah, you do it from the car. Yeah, um, but you know, I think as well, it was a good result for North End at Morecambe. You, sometimes, you know, built on the Peterborough game, didn't mm. it? You know, like it was. Peterborough game again sounded to me from the outlook, outside looking in as Andy like they played very well. Yep. They should have won by more. Yep. But then almost left the back door open right at the end. Yeah. So yeah. to follow it up with a cut win against the Morecambe side, who are showing in League One, while they're everyone's favourites mm. to get relegated, they've actually started very well. Yeah. You know, and uh, so uh, you know, it was a good win. And I think a, f- a few people emphasised it, and you, you did in, in your reports, Tom, that there seemed to be that sort of 
link again between the fans and the players, you know, mm. like which you perhaps well went away with behind closed doors football and then the way the results had gone earlier yeah. this season. Again it almost seemed back. it came to a head at Huddersfield when Brownie yeah. had a bit of a, a back and forth with fans. It did it mm. did kind of seem like the Huddersfield game was like a, a breaking point and I think the Morecambe game was important because had they beaten Peterborough and then lost to Morecambe, it's always almost like oh it's a false dawn, back you know, we're still we're still in trouble here. Yeah. You know, you back it up with another win. And it, it, it just kind of keeps it going. You're like, oh, well, we might be back here. And it keeps fans on, on board. It keeps everything going. And then obviously the Swansea result was brilliant. But that was it a bit of a heat? Was it a bit with the Morgan game a bit of a healing process almost? You know, and a bit old school for fans. Yeah, we're stood mm. up. We, 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 we can stand on a terrace behind the goal like it used to be. Yeah, and I think with it being so end-to-end as well, yeah. that almost healed mm-hmm. how long it had taken to get back to that sort of scenario. Like, obviously being behind doors for so long and all that sort of stuff you get to a game that's like that that's end-to-end a proper cup game against a team that you should beat who's local that I mean every PNE fan's got a bit of a soft spot for Morgan because the local never been a challenge to PNE but you'd like to see them do well and then they put on such a good game you know North End rally a bit of a storm with Morgan come back all that sort of stuff is exactly what you want as a fan and you see the players coming over after the game, giving out shirts, stuff like that, little bits like that. And it just, like you say, it did almost seem like a big healing process. I noticed, uh, I think it was Sepp's goal at the end, there was mm. a couple of fans on the pitch. Now, I'm ne- never one to sort of, you know, sort encourage of... It. Encourage it. But <laughs> it's a bit of passion, you know, yeah. sort of, yeah probably shouldn't have happened but again it showed that you know like yeah probably the ones who came on pitch yeah might have had a beer or two too many but <laughs> yeah. you know so uh, but set mentioned it post match yeah he said, he like it's, it's crazy like it's i'd never experienced that he before he didn't say he didn't say it was crazy did he tom did he use a rude word before that he may have dropped an f-bomb yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They do that. The Dutch do that. No, I'm very. Sort of the Scousers. I, yeah, I am generalising there. But when I used to cover Wigan Athletic in my previous life, mm. I used to interview a player called Ariane Andrezou at Wigan. Yeah. Great bloke, lovely bloke. Captain, he, the captain, brilliant English. You know, mm. like chatted away after a game, be full flow. Radios will be interviewing, and suddenly you go, and then. <laughs> out come the F bomb and like the you complete radio reports just yeah. like turned white. Yeah. And like we thought, oh that's brilliant stuff. Yeah. But it was, it was I, I don't know, sometimes when you go to another country and learn a different language, you know, the the swearing's partly yeah, and you're the in language a, thing, isn't it? You're and you're when you're in a changing culture. room. Yeah, yeah. And that's where say you're learning English yeah. largely in a change room or a football yeah. environment, you're yeah. gonna pick up those yeah. sorts of things. And it, I'm not saying it's naturalised, but it almost becomes sort of part of your routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. he said that he kinda of saw fans coming onto the pitch a bit and he was like what's going on and then he was like oh whatever like ran towards him he was like he didn't yeah. realise what was that because he's I mean he's been sheltered really he's been into yeah. under 23s and then his whole like career at PNE has been behind yeah, closed doors close, yeah so you know it was, it was sort of almost almost lapping it up I mean mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people will have accidentally if nothing else ended up on a pitch but I accidentally ended up I on have. a pitch at Bloomfield Road did you? Yeah. Ross Wallace free kick do you remember oh, that? oh yeah and yeah. Uh, down at the front they had these like wooden advertising boardings in that mm. temporary stand on the on the like opposite their main stand yeah. isn't it and uh, everyone was like rushing down towards him and then I, I'm, I was only young I was still at high school I was yeah. Probably like your nine, year ten, something like that, and then just just a wave of people, and I got pushed over the top, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> Monday night game, that wasn't it? Was yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Went with my mates. I ruined a pair of trainers at Hartlepool in 1988. Sherpa Van Trophy, two mm. nil win away, March, absolute glue part of a pitch, <laughs> and two and a half thousand North End fans on a Wednesday night mm. in the rain in an open end. 
and most of us ended up on the, <laughs> the final whistle celebrating. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, I did it for Wembley yeah. as well, actually. Got back yeah. on the co- got, got we got back on the coach to come back, and everyone's just sat there with like ruined mud trains, yeah. you know. That, that was in the days of proper pitches, Tom. Not yeah, yeah. Manicured. I know. There's no softies play on nowadays. No one, no one comes off with mud on this kit anymore. No, do they? It's no. just not a thing. Yeah. yeah, I ended up on for after the playoff semi-final as well for Wembley 2015 well, yeah. I'd always wanted to get do a bit of a, a pitch invasion with the Blackpool game I was in the director's box my dad's look at you mate, I know my dad's yeah. my dad's mate got we were trying to get tickets and he ended up we ended up in the director's box I was a bit gutted to be honest but uh, yeah so so Chester missed Chester that were you cheering Chris Humphrey off the pitch or no uh, I, I think I was nearest Clarky. We but I wasn't no one was on my shoulders or anything like that I wasn't that you weren't bas- battering the current Bolton <laughs> manager <laughs> no no I didn't see that either to be fair no no I didn't uh, yeah I, was, I wasn't a witness I, I mean saw, I saw him it's des- nice that he's let it go though eh? I saw him described as the a pound shop Steve oh. Steve Evans this week <laughs> by, by a Wigan fan yeah yeah, that's decent that and uh, I like uh, Ben Burgess has been doing the rounds a little bit hasn't oh, he because yeah. yeah. sm- a small club in Preston yeah, oh. very good yeah. yeah anyway let's move on Tom you yeah. out. but uh, on to Swansea I think yeah, yeah. good result Great. against a team that was I mean the, the squad is a lot different to be yeah. fair they're, they're struggling financially now the parachute <laughs> payments have run out all that sort of stuff but Still beating playoff finalists last year, and mm-hmm. North End rightfully beat them three one. Yeah, I thought I read Frankie's McAvoy's comments after the match that Preston didn't play well for the first twenty minutes. I wouldn't mm. say didn't play well. I thought Swansea were they were in it. On, on, <laughs> yeah, slightly on top for the first twenty, but mm. I never saw a goof. I saw mm. Ethan Laird the wing back down the side, get up and down a couple of times yeah. and the tackles. Yeah, Earl. Yeah. But apart from that, you know, Vendy scored a, a decent goal, which was avoidable a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably just a bit too flat. Too, yeah. It's just like just one ball and they've just not yeah. tracked a runner, it seems. But to score the equaliser so quickly afterwards, mm. I think there was 90 seconds mm. between the goals. Now, when you think about it, that included them celebrating the ball going back to the centre circle. Yeah. So there was, there was just literally, in, in terms of playing time, yeah, about 30 seconds, 30 seconds or yeah. so. And you know it's uh, forget about turning into Cruyff. Yeah, forget about needing a centre forward. We've got know, yeah. Vandenberg, you know, like brings uh, it all down his left foot, skins yeah. his man. And it was finishes uh, on his right. Josh Cross came to yeah. him, wasn't it? One wing back to the other, and yeah. the, the way he sort of sidestepped across his man, and he yeah. finished it so well. And I think I think when you equalise so quickly like that, it gives you that lift. Yeah. Um, and I, I, think I, the I, fun, I think the funniest thing was as well after they scored. Because that Swansea fan in the red top who went bounding over the tarpaulins and walked right across to the invincible stand, giving it large, <laughs> and then he tried to get, he got back into the Swansea fans mm. about six hundred of them in a six thousand mm. seat stand, and thought wearing a bright red t-shirt he could hide <laughs> from the stewards. And I think why he was surprised when he got ejected oh, about yeah. twenty minutes later, it wasn't. It I did see him go. Yeah, it didn't take a genius to work out <laughs> where he was, did it? But but that that was my high. I was watching. I was able to watch that kind of thing. Yeah, it? yeah. With not having to report I was too busy, like, blog, yeah. blog, uh, tweet, yeah. tweet. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You were doing your job, you know. I missed, like, I missed the cross from Earl for a start. Yeah. I, I missed him. I missed um, Seth Skinny's man as well. I yeah. just saw the finish. <laughs> and I saw it back and I was like, oh, my God, I missed yeah. the best bit. And then, you know, like, not from then on, North Ember on top and mm. Reese's goal, emphatic finish mm. just before half-time. You look at it, it was a, a good cross from DJ and it was, mm. it was a very nice little touch across from, by Sean Maguire. Yeah. Just sort of helped it across the man into uh, Reese's path. And I, I think 
during the game, it was a great finish from Reeves. Reeves had other chances, and that's probably what you get from Emil Reeves. Probably he will put a, he probably will get three or four chances, and I think he'll put one away. You yeah. Know? So that's where they're gonna. That's where he will learn in his game that like you've got to start sort of putting away more of your chances. That's not a criticism. That's just where we're at with mm. him at the moment. And that's often the case with young yeah. strikers, anyway, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. not. It's not. A, it's not a, a, an issue that's no. exclusive to him. He had a chance in the second half. He did all the right. We were three one up at the time because mm. Whiteman scored at a free kick, and the ball came over to him. He brought it down superbly. Stepped across his man, but then he leant back slightly on the mm. shot and endangered someone halfway up the town end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must as did as, as did DJ after after Whiteman scored the third goal, mm. just to waste a bit of time. If you see DJ picked the ball up and he goal kicked it into the town end, oh, just just to hide the ball for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I was too busy. I was too busy trying to like. Do a little, the Were you busy, the, Tom? Were you the, busy by any chance? The gif of the cat just like spamming its keyboard. That was me. I'm just like, uh, what are the things I need to do? Yeah. Um, but I must admit, I think the fans and I, I've mentioned it a few times since mm -hmm. um although there's not particularly many of them for what we're used to at mm. Deepdale at the moment I think the noise and how they're getting behind the mm. team yeah. is as good if not better than when there's 13,000 yeah. that's at the end that last sort of few minutes of the mm. Swansea game yeah it was it was brilliant thinking about you know Blackpool getting battered or whatever yeah. it was you know like uh, it took me a while to work out what you were saying because yeah. I, I were in the finney at the end of the finney stand mm. You know, level with corner flag near near the town end, so that's where the main singing was coming from. But I just thought it was a great atmosphere, and people were actually joining and clapping and enjoying it. Kids were kids were loving it and things mm. like that. And it just if there's one criticism just from bit powers that be at North End, when you get an atmosphere like that and the final whistle blows, mm. just let it go. Don't turn the music on. Mm. Pharrell Williams came on Happiness. Now I know like they normally play it because it's like happy, but when your fans are singing that's loud you know, that loud. Yeah. But then it gets drowned out by the tannoy music at the end. Just just weigh it up, just see what it's like on the day, you mm. know, like it was such a good atmosphere. Mm. I think people would have sort of clapped and sang, carried on singing yeah. for a good five, ten minutes afterwards, you know. So it was one leaving, point, yeah. and I can't remember what it was, and I, I seem to think it was at 1-1, one, one, and it was just North End got a corner, and they'd just been playing a bit positive, won a corner, I remember the noise from the fans, it made my ears ring a bit, mm, and yeah. it, it was just something, nothing, just a corner, but the fans were getting behind it, and you, that's, you know, yeah. that level of noise that is possible, mm -hmm. even with just over 10,000, or the yeah. week before it was 9,000, yeah. but it shows kind of, quality not quantity yeah that yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah. i didn't want to seem yeah. harsh to those i mean i understand that a but lot we of people do we do want more people in the ground yeah don't get me wrong that'd yeah. be brilliant I mean, if you could get and a lot just don't feel safe yeah. so you can kind of understand yeah. that if that's if that's you know yeah. it's each individual's choice isn't yeah. it but we'd love to get back to sort of a regular 15 16 thousand mm. in the crowd like they have done in past year when they've been doing well but sometimes if that's not the case at the moment you know like but the people who were there at the moment right gets right behind them and mm. it was great to hear it really yeah. was yeah right let's get in to the meat of it we've done Chelsea. about nearly 20 minutes yeah. we've we've done the games and stuff let's get into it the the main thing transfer deadline, deadline day, day yeah Going until 1am last night, yeah. but in the end, North End get two over the line. Josh Murphy on a season-long loan and Ali McCann um, for what's reported, I think, between a million and 1.2, but can rise. Yeah. I think their record is 1.75, their Callum, sale. For Callum Davidson, yeah. when he went to Who's, Blackburn, wasn't it? Now yeah. the manager, XP&E. So yeah. Their chairman says, potentially with add-ons, mm. 
and he said the realistic add-ons. Yeah, they they kind of they uh, think they can get up a bit. Didn't yeah, they, they yeah. think they can get approaching that, don't they? Yeah, you know, and fair enough. You know, like uh, I think add-ons are a good thing. You know, and I don't think it's a case the add-ons he has to win the World Cup or something to mm-hmm. get the next fifty grand or something. It'll be on appearances and yeah, you would have fought and things like that and a yeah. sell-on clause. I've no doubt as well. Yeah, and a four-year deal. Yeah, which is a, is a. a a good sign of intent, yeah. is it? You've had, you've, you've had that at North End only occasionally. I think Jordan Story got a four-year contract when mm. he signed. I think Harrop did that, as yeah, well. I was yeah, say Josh Harrop. But generally, there've been more frees recently. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think there's a sign of intent. You're signing a, a, a lad who's 21. He's a full international with Northern yep. Ireland. Been at St Johnson for Performed a while. He's, he's one of the sort of standout players there, isn't he? Yeah. So there was talk of Rangers and Celtic looking at him and, and whatnot. So. A four-year deal, he, he ticks the boxes for mm. that. He's not 25, 26. It's not a deal which is going to take him into hitting 30, for example. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, deal, a deal which is going to take him as he develops, hopefully, into a very decent player. From a, from a very decent player already into an even better one, you'd hope. St. Johnson's website, just on that uh, add-ons thing, to quote... With attractive and achievable add-ons in place, the final fees anticipated to break the 1.75 million Blackburn Rovers paid for Callum, Do- Callum Davidson in 1998. So, even then, it's a it's a pretty good deal. You know, you're expecting, especially at championship level, you're expected to pay that sort of money mm-hmm. for a, a first team player yeah. if he's going to come in and, and mm. potentially start. Well, I saw the um, the Sun reporter Alan Nixon, who's you know who. I think he broke the story. He broke the story, didn't he? On yeah, the, I thought you were going to sign him. <laughs> I was going to say, thought he said you, t- you saw his tweet. But yeah, but no, I can't see his tweet. Cause <laughs> he, he's blocked me, so uh, I got caught up in a mass blocking spree after the Charlton game. You know, before the Charlton game, when it was rumoured Alex Neil was going. Anyway, but yeah. that, that, uh, I think yeah, I, you I think even, you got you got no. It wasn't. I don't mentioned, th- didn't I, you? I, I was, I, I, someone replied it in a mention, and I think I got sort of caught up in the cult. But that, <laughs> that by and by, but. Alan Nixon, who broke the story last night to say it was almost done, he has linked North End with this guy mm. over the summer, mm. you know, on and off. And to start with, they were talking three million for for him, you know. And uh, I think that put other suitors off, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. So to get it down to an initial sort of one point, one point two million outlay, yeah. it's not bad actually. You know, yeah. like you think about it. I was talking to Peter Rudsdale last night, and he said it was. One they've been looking at doing, but they couldn't get to quote him. They couldn't get the numbers, hmm. you know, where both parties were satisfied. I.e., <laughs> we didn't want to pay too much, and they didn't want. It. They wanted a lot more, you know. Yeah. So, good old fashioned negotiation. You end up getting somewhere where you're both happy with. So. Yeah, bide your time, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Itchy feet, whatever. Yeah. Um, but financial fair play yeah. will be an issue. All that. But, but. what what McCann does? He, he, you know, he's a young lad, twenty one. He brings. He's another midfielder. North End mm. have got a lot of midfielders, but what North End will be thinking is he's better than some of what they've got at the moment. And I think, looking at it, did he make the most number of tackles in the Scottish Premier League last year? Someone, right. some, I saw a stat. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. So does that point to him? North End felt they needed a bit more of a Ben Pearson mm-hmm. if they ever properly were, replaced him. I don't think they're ever in for him, but they were kind of linked with Sam Morse, weren't they, in that yeah, similar sort yeah, of role? That, so if they do need a number six, mm. to use that sort of <laughs> yeah. phraseology, there's someone who can play there. They've had Ben Whiteman shielding there. They've had Ledson doing it as well. Alan but, Brown. Yeah, but maybe, maybe they think 
uh, McCann can be a bit more specialist in it, but they also yeah. do see him as a very versatile midfielder who can go and push, you know, box to you know that box to box like, which I always thought a midfielder should be, you know, like yeah. You know that's the whole point of being in midfield, isn't it? To yeah. cover, cover that sort of middle area of the pitch, you know. So I'm quite excited by that. Yeah, it's another midfielder, but if it improves the squad, I have no objection at all, you know. So um, that's it. I think it might keep others on the toes. It might bring you know others out of it. You know, um, I was so impressed with the midfield against Swansea. With Ledson and Whiteman both played very well, and then I thought DJ up front was my man of the match. Mm. Um, just with the way he triggered the press, and yeah. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. So I think he was a bit underrated at, at times how mm. well he does yeah. that, and you mm. kind of get every game he nicks it at least yeah. once or twice on the edge of the yeah. box, and it makes a big difference. It, so could, if, oh, it yeah. definitely can. Yeah. So, but McCann's arrival, you know, it, it, I've, I've, I've named three midfielders there from the mm. Swansea game, but there's others there, and hopefully he can get others to raise the game, and if he goes in, he's better than them. He's got his place, hasn't he? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think I always think back to when you were saying about Everson and Rudd. Mm. If there's a good player there, get him. Yeah. That's that's how you improve. So yeah, yeah it, the midfield area might be strong. You don't but improve if he comes it, in yeah. and he's better. Mm, yeah, you, you don't improve tough. something like just bringing someone who's pretty, you know, run mm. of the mill. You know, yeah. like, let's get another body in just in case. You yeah. know, so. Uh, um, all for this one, I think it was a really good deal. And then I think Murphy's in a, a very good deal as mm. well. Season long loan, lots of championship experience initially at Norwich and mm. then at Cardiff. Eleven million pounds did they pay for yeah, him? Yeah, they, paid, like they, paid, they yeah. paid well for him. Yeah, they paid for him about the same time they took Greg Cunningham, didn't they, Carl? Yeah, it was that, that first season yeah, in the Prem. Well, they got a season in the Prem, yeah, and when Neil Warnock was manager. And uh, yeah, Murphy arrived roughly the same time as, uh, as Greg, didn't he? So, mm. so. He, Frankie McAvoy knows him from Norwich. I know part of the time when McAvoy was down there with Alex Neal, Murphy was out on loan at MK Dons and Wigan. But he came back and he he did have some time in the first team there. So he'll know what he can do. And I think I picked it out last night, Tom, when I was writing my piece about him, that in the press release from McAvoy, he pointed out that he played a lot as a second striker Mm. at Cardiff last season as opposed to being out on the wing. Yeah. And with North End favouring this three five two at the moment, unless he's going to play wide as a wing back, the which he won't, mm. that sort of second striker role or as a, as a ten more central, you think he's going to? That's where we're going to see him. I would have yeah. thought. Would you, would you see him then in one of the midfield three then? As that as that like the in DJ spot for example? He could do, yeah. yeah. But you know, again, if if DJ's playing well, he's going to hold on to it. Oh but no, yeah. But that's it, that's the position you could see him in. Yeah, but it does give him the option as well. I think they might be a bit more comfortable if they want to be flexible and they want to play a back four in games or yeah. change to a back four with four, a different three, shape three, midfield. Or... Yeah, put like change it change to a plan B during a game. Yeah. He's available to do that as well. So. Yeah, if you've got someone, say Evans is that foil up front, for example, yeah. and you've got Barky and, and Murphy wide offering plenty of pace and, and being directed in a four three three, yeah, it's, it's not a, not a bad option. Yeah, pl- um, plenty of options going there now. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get on to we'll go through the signings then yeah. for this summer, mm-hmm. and then we'll get on to that squad registration depth, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And a few questions. Yeah, we got yeah, a few good questions on Twitter, didn't we this morning? So, so right. Outgoings very quickly mm. for the summer: Bowden, Ginelli, Burke, Malt, Stockley, Bayliss, Nugent, Gallagher. Yeah, Gallagher yeah. retired. Bayliss um, obviously gone on loan to Wigan last yeah. week. Season long loan. Stock- Stockley Six. to yeah. Charlton. Yeah, 
Bayless, I think that that happened last Thursday, Friday morning, didn't it? Yeah. That, um, from what I've what I've heard, Wigan are one of the clubs in obviously in the division below who can afford a decent contribution to his wage. Mm-hmm. So that that suited. I'm not saying they're paying all his wages there, but I'm sure they're contributing well. Yeah. He gets a season of football under him. He's still got time on his contract when he comes back, mm-hmm. but. He's just not done it so far, already. Or, mm. or well, you could argue to start with, Bayliss hadn't had the chance to. Yeah. But now, I think he has yeah. had enough game time. Got plenty of yeah. plenty of minutes in pre-season. Didn't impress in pre-season. No. So maybe a season at Wigan. Yeah. You think decent standard? Yeah. Will challenge towards the top. Of, yeah, exactly. Know. He's not like he's he's mm. in the trenches and he's no. got to fight for his life. Yeah. He should get the opportunity to I'm, play, the license to play. I'm, yeah, I'm told he will get a chance. You know, after this season, you know, mm. if he does come back to Preston, he will get the chance. You know, let's let's have a look at it after a year's regular football again. Yeah. So. But as you say, yeah, back to other than other than that, there's no, there was nothing groundbreaking that went out. Maybe Janelli, some people may have wanted a few more chances. Louis Moult, terribly unfortunate. Billy Bowden, similar. Stockley just never quite no. made it at North End. Fair play, go and go he's got and a good get move. regular. He's got League a good move at Charlton there. Yeah, they're, they're challenging. He'll he'll lead he'll lead them. Yeah, Nugent is. Um, don't think hadn't he's got been a, around. I've not. Yeah, he didn't play at all last season. Yeah, but he went, to, went Trammy, to Trammy, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Has he got a new? I don't think I've seen no, him I've get a new s- club. I've so. not seen that. Whether he whether he gets one at all, he yeah. might just call it a do. Yeah. Uh, but Izzy Brown mm-hmm. first one PNE. Again, terribly unfortunate. Gets his Achilles injury, rules him out for the season. Well, not the season, well, well, to about February. March, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, most of it. So, yeah, that was unlucky. We saw him for 20 minutes at Celtic, yeah. the friendly, and that's been about it. And the following Monday... Players, the staff were all quite excited by yeah, him. They all yeah. seemed quite impressed with what they'd seen. Exactly, yeah. Um, and uh, so, we, yeah, you know, obviously one found a home here after being on loan everywhere from Chelsea. Yep. Chelsea release him, North End take a punt on him and unfortunately gets his injury. So yeah. so we can't we can't make a judgment no. on him until we start seeing him yep. um Remains you know seen. later in the season. I think on the if we get we'll we'll do a few grades like we did like we did in January with the sort of asterisk that we haven't seen much of anyone yeah. just our initial impressions because you know we'll never get these no. things wrong like the D we gave was, Chad Evans yeah. and he was the best player for the last six yeah. months of the season I but cla- yeah with, with, um, <laughs> with Brown it's hard isn't it you know, I'd like, say like a C you know it could yeah. go well it's not it's low risk see it what happens a, we haven't we haven't seen anything. it was a prove itself it was a prove yeah. himself signing and he was happy to do that yeah Unfortunately, injury means he won't get the chance to do that until later in the season. So, yeah. but I was quite excited by him mm. going. You know, yeah. like, seemed uh, to fit into that sort of maybe number ten striker yeah. in that three five two. Quite yeah. quite fluid. For cool, plugs a couple of gaps in there, or he yeah. would have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of injury, Ola Sunday, Matt Ola Sunday came in from Rotherham. Yeah, uh, quite a progressive fullback. So we've heard, but again, not seen him yet. Hopefully, see him after the international yeah. break. It seems to be that he's, he's he's kind of getting there. He's been in training a little bit, I think. Um, again, similar to Izzy Brown. We'll yeah. see. We'll see when he plays. I'll tell you one thing. There's some from what I've seen. You know, I got I got to see him at St. Johnson for 45 minutes. Played mm. in play, Ali McCann on the same team. Yeah. You know, like uh, so the same one, but. Yeah, he got a kick on his Achilles tendon then, you know. So I think I think with Brown's injury, they've just been a little bit sort of cautious with mm. with Ola Sunday. But he's been signed to sort of play that right wing back role, which Seth Vandenberg is now doing superbly. Yeah. So, uh, but 
there will be chances. We've seen, we've said on this podcast, a side that starts the season is not the one that sort of finishes no. it. And we've already, that, that North End side, our ideal side we picked before the whole game, has gone up in smoke already. You know, yeah. it's like so different. So we will get to see all the Sunday at some point, I would have thought, yeah. you know, so. Um, as you so I'd, ra- I'd rate him well, a decent signing there. Yeah, but yeah. I want to see him play. Again, I again see it's him. a C, isn't it? Because you can't... Is, 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 yeah. it, is, is it like it's one of those like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. But let's see how he goes. goes because yeah. he, 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 sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes he, yeah. he blows all... Ex- I mean, a lot of people when Darnell Fisher first came in were like, mm, if Rotherham are willing to let him go. And yeah. they were willing to let him oh, go. Oh, they were, yeah. And then he, he you know, he mm. came in and did really well. Um, sticking then, we'll go set Vandenberg. That's a great signing for me. He's, he's, he's turned brilliant. into uh, w- w- one thing I've seen. I don't know. Criticism towards North End is that with this summer's transfer deals, three of them have players coming back, and some have found that frustrating. Well, they don't count, but they do. Mm. They they have to count as a signing. Yeah, these are totally different. Even though three players have returned, Vandenberg, Everson, and Lindsay. Yep. They're totally separate deals from what was agreed last year. I don't think North End were even paying Vandenberg last season. I think it was all part of the, the Davis deal, that Ben Davis deal going there, that we got mm. Vandenberg totally sort of for nothing. But obviously now we've had to renegotiate and, you know, it's a new separate loan deal. So paying Vandenberg, you know, like, it's a totally new deal. Lindsay turned a loan into a permanent. Mm-hmm. I know we divide opinion among supporters at the moment. And then Everson were crying out for him to come back, you know, like, so again, it was a new loan deal for him the whole season rather than the half season last year and a bigger contribution to wages, I think. And again, that, it, yeah. it's another opportunity for someone to come, someone else to come in and yeah. sign him. Yeah. So even yeah. if, even if it's like, oh yeah, yeah. they'll so, just yeah. give him back. So I don't buy into this sort of criticism. Well, they were here last season because mm. if it, if they hadn't have come back, would have had to go out. Maybe I don't know if we would have brought in another goalkeeper, but there's potential. Oh, we have to go and find another goalkeeper. Mm. We have to go and find another two defenders. You know, so I'm I'm not I'm not into that sort of thing. But yeah. but just back to Vandenberg in terms of a signing, are we looking at A being the top? Yeah, are we do. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at sort of an A stroke B at the moment. Yeah, I think I, I think he's he's now a goal machine. Yeah, yeah, two so, and two. Yeah. Even against Huddersfield, he was unlucky with the on goal, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, like, um, it was a sort of... Buster got to get back it was, and what did you get yeah, for it? The ball sort of ricocheted against him, didn't yeah. it? Played against him and it went in, you know. So, But I think he potentially, I think you'll see how good he is this season. Mm. We'll see how far he can go. How Wh- do you whether, get him? How do you get him at centre-half when he's playing this well at wing-back? Wing <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. The thing is... Uh, what I've said is that the side will evolve, it will mm. change, people will get injured, there'll be suspensions and mm. drops of form at some point where it might need someone moving around. And look, look at us when we discussed before the season, we, you know, we'd picked our three centre halves, the same one. Yeah. You know, Bauer wasn't going to be back into it until he's back in anyway. He's back in now. And you, you know, you know yeah. we want Bauer in there we both every had week. Separate centre half, I yeah. Think. Or I did, at yeah. Least. And then, you know, so, and, but. You know, Set wanted to play as a centre half mm-hmm. and come back because that's where he sees himself long term. But if he's playing regularly, he ain't going to do himself any harm playing at wing yeah. back. And know. I think I think it suits him. I think he's mm. he's very calm on the ball. I yeah. think he's getting better going forward. Mm. I don't think that's an issue. He can be really creative. He strikes the ball well. It's one of those where 
he's going to make a really good ball playing defender. But for now, he's he's doing yeah. fine at fullback. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. I think last season, one one thing I leveled against him was like sometimes in the final third when he got himself into a good crossing position, I didn't think he looked too confident mm. on his crossing. Uh, but you know, he's had two. He's had a couple of goals to mm. to his game now. You know, and you know the crossing might come, and he, he's. Uh, he can even take a throwing now. Yeah, remember we had that run of foul throw. Yeah, even though Liverpool had the throwing coach yeah. and all that, they got yeah. him back. I think this summer. <laughs> um, Everson, another lone player. Yeah, again, I think it's, it's an A for me. Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. good player. You yeah. know what you're going to get. He's he was shaky in his first game when he had to come off the bench mm. against mm. Uh, Hull on the first game when Ren Declan I think it got took a few games for him to make a save. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but um, no, I think he's he's fine. He's going to be a nice solid. Yeah. Fans, isn't he? yeah, good goalkeeper, and again, he showed against Peterborough that last minute save. You know, mm. what, what yeah. he, he had very little to do for a lot of the game. I think he, he made himself look a little silly when he went to the feet of Dembele and he, he got skipped round him and kind of left the goal a bit open. But he pulls out that save in the last minute, mm-hmm. you know, and, and keeps PNE with the. With the points against Swansea, he didn't have much to do, did he? You know, mm. he's beaten for the goal. It's a one-on-one sort of thing, and he just got think, left exposed. Yeah, I think there's another one where he sort of reached up and just caught the ball. You mm. know, so it's he like was, a snapshot volley edge of the box. Yeah, he was better than the uh, Swansea goalkeeper. Yes, mm. but I tell you what, fair play to Christy Pym by the way at Peterborough because apparently he pulled off an absolute lorry load of saves the other day as well, like he did against PNE. Yeah, so yeah. I think he's going to be quite uh, busy this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Uh, another returning one then, Liam Lindsay. B. B, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, he's, he's, steady, reliable. He yeah. got a lot of criticism after the first few games. I mm. thought we got criticised apparently for. Um, I gave him quite a good mark compared to some of the others against Hull, mm. and some people saw him as fit to burn that day. But I thought he cleared his lines okay. Yeah, mm. he got exposed like the rest of the defence did. But he's just he's a nice steady player to have in there, yeah. you know. So at the more he's had, he's had. He's isolated, either he's had COVID or he's having to isolate, having, you know, been in contact. So he's missed the last couple of games and mm. that's naturally brought back Pat Bauer back into the team. Mm-hmm. So I think he might have a little bit of a struggle on yeah. his hands to get back in at the moment. So, but he's a good he's a good one to have around, I think. You yeah, know, so. he's, he's, without trying to be disrespectful, he's almost a Patrick Bauer light, isn't he? He's probably yeah. not as good as Pat Pat Bauer, mm. but he fills that same role well yeah. in the centre of the defence, mm-hmm. you know, does a job. Again, he's good enough at championship level, his experience yeah. at championship level. Mm-hmm. Didn't cost the earth. No, didn't cost it, anything, is, I don't Yeah, think. he's a good, good, one, yeah. good one to have in there again, yeah. B for me. Um, we'll go next with Jamie Thomas. Jamie T. Yeah. JT. I, I like that signing. Yeah. I know we've not seen a lot of him yet, and I know... <sighs> Or some a little bit snobby looking down the nose. He was in mm. non-league, but he has a, a pedigree in professional football. He came through at a professional club at mm-hmm. Bolton. He played for Burnley's under twenty threes. There's something there that they like. Um, so I thought he did very well in the in the friendlies he played. Mm. He scored after like seven minutes, didn't he, Accrington? So yeah, decent either. Yeah, I think to be paying him. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not being condescending here, but they'd be paying him peanuts compared to any anyone else in the championship. Yeah. He's not coming in and taking up a wage. No, he's not. Um, and he's here to prove himself. Apparently, they like him. They want to work on his fitness, which is not a surprise because he's not played professionally for a, a few years. But it sounds like the lad has got such a good attitude. You know, getting 
seen his Instagram, it was worth, you know, when he signed his and contract, this is what I wanted. You know, I was getting up at six, 6 in the morning to go on, go running, go to the gym and things like that. He, he, he had his anxiety issues and whatnot yeah. when he got released. So he's battled through, battled back from that, got himself back into a good place. And physically, it sounds like he's got himself into a good place. He's mm. got talent. You speak to anyone in the game, you know, who've managed him at Bamber Bridge and whatnot, what, what a nice guy is and what a good player. You know, you don't just sign someone because they're a nice guy, mm. but he has got talent, you know. So yeah. I think he's one they can work with. They've got the reserve team as well when they yeah. need to. Maybe the Carabao Cup chance to give him a bit of a game at times. So. Yeah, he's been on the bench a few times. Yep. So he's clearly showing something. Mm, yeah, I think again he's been isolated. I think they missed Saturday's game. I think he was one of them who's been isolated. Right. So again, that's an you know that's another one why he wasn't involved. So yeah, I mean, it takes some doing to come back from yeah. anxiety, depression, whatever he, he may yeah. have may mm-hmm. have had, and to to bounce back from the. You see a lot of people mm-hmm. that get released, and it, it just. Yeah, just sort of kills them off, and yeah. to come back and like you say, six a.m. runs it takes. Yeah. Dave, I'm not saying that other players don't do those sorts of things and just give him a contract for it, but yeah. it, it shows a bit of what he's about, yeah. and he's prepared yeah. to to put it in. It's a no risk one again, you know. Yeah, like a, yeah. A lesser is he brown one, if you know what exactly. I, mean. I was gonna say I'd give it like a, a C because yeah. there's nothing to lose, everything to gain. If he does, yeah. if he does, if he doesn't do it, I mean, the worst, the worst situation is he, he's going to take up a, a squad spot, which we'll come up, up to mm-hmm. onto later. That's it. That's yeah. that's the worst case scenario. The wages, the money involved. It's not bankrupting him, no. is he? No. You know, it's not an so, issue. If yeah. he comes in and, and scores one or two goals or whatever, cool. It's worth it then, isn't it? Of course it, it is, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Um, then I think we go on to uh, last night's deals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? Which one? Murphy came in, was announced first, yes. wasn't he? So Very true. I think that's a really good sign in that. Mm. A B at the moment. You know, yeah. we've not yeah, seen yeah. him play. He's not put his boots on yet, no. so it's a bit... bit, bit you know, I, I think he'd only played a couple of times for Chal- uh, John Cardiff so far this yeah. season, but he was a regular last season. Scored against North End mm. in the 4 0. Mm. Scored against North End for Norwich as well. And they won 3 1. That was the, well. um, the the two penalties, wasn't it? The 4 0, mm. was it not? The Car- the Cardiff one in this season was like the, he scored the second one just after half time. The Norwich one. They no, yeah, I mean, was that not the one where Gally Mr. Penn and Chad Evans, Mr. Not Gally Mr. Uh, yeah, Evans, that Mr. was Penn a yeah, 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 yeah. But he scored the second goal just after half time for him, you know. So yeah. I think I think we start Cardiff scored both scored the first two goals, one after about a minute in the first mm. half in the penalty spot, and then he scored about a minute into the second half and yeah. sort of game gone then, really. Yeah. So yeah, so that was yeah, so yeah, he's played it and he scored against us for Norwich as well. So three one when Tommy Spurs scored for North End, three one. So uh, yeah, he scored scored that day, deep Dale, yeah, so, no, but a really good, you know, he's, 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 yeah, he's out, probably a little bit out of the plans at Cardiff this season, hence mm-hmm. allowing him out, but, the fans weren't happy, until now, he's been writing, yeah, it, you yeah. know, he was a regular last season, played a lot, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I think Mick, 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 Mick McCarthy went in there, he's tried to shake the squad a little bit mm. to his liking, you know, and maybe doesn't find a place for him, so. The Cardiff fans definitely weren't happy with him leaving, which no. is a good sign. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They saw something in him. Like I say, he's been a regular the whole time, yeah. so why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, he's quick, mm-hmm. you know, dynamic, yeah. wants to be direct, all the things that kind of gets fans going yeah. as well, which yeah. is good. I think, credit to Frankie McAvoy, I think since he's come in, that's what he wants. Yeah. He does, he is quite an attacking mm-hmm. mentality. He says he wants to get both fullbacks up there. He was he so pleased. to play two up front, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he was mm-hmm. so pleased to get a fullback assisting another fullback because it shows mm-hmm. how attacking they want to be um, you know getting people around that forward area I think mm-hmm. uh, so I think 
it suits PNE. Like I say, yeah, B because it's an exciting signing, but we'll see how he yeah. settles into yeah. into PNE. It might be that playing off the front in this system just doesn't suit him, and you you can't quite find a place like you couldn't find one for Gordon last season. Yeah, but it, but, but it might work with him. You know, exactly. playing two up top this time. You know. Yeah, so. yeah, and then. Ali McCann. Yeah, again, a very good sign. I Potentially, I think it's a really good sign in this mm. one. If he lives up to his reputation. Obviously, he's coming from the Scottish Premiership, which mm-hmm. there's always this debate, where's that at a level compared to down here? Yeah. But I, I, I think it's a good deal. He's been playing for he's been playing for St. Johnson, who won both Scottish Cups last year, so they're no yeah. mugs. Yeah. Played a bit in Europe. With they them, played a little, yeah, a little European Cup. Played against Galatasaray, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Recently, and um, was it not? If you, was it not? If they beat them, they got someone like Feyenoord or something. They got yeah, like two really like, good. Yeah, yeah. Like, didn't they drop into the conf? I don't know. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah. So. Anyway, but um, yeah. So I think yeah, an exciting. He seems very highly rated up there. Mm. He was also a Northern Ireland international. Yep. And Northern Ireland, are no mugs, you know. Mm. It's, um, you know, it's, it's so. A, a, a really exciting one for me. Yeah, I, I, again, I think B, you go. B. Yeah, I think you got B again, like Murphy, because B you, was something to prove because we're not seeing him. Yeah, yet, you, you see, know. see how he settles in, but on the surface, it looks like a good deal. If, yeah, you know, people are raving about it again. The fans were absolutely mm-hmm. gutted. Even Celtic and Rangers fans yeah. were fuming that they didn't get him and stuff. He's like a whale. That. He's a whale international duty until a week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So he'll get back to Preston next Thursday. And so whether... Whether we see him at Bristol whether, City. He might be on the bench at Bristol City. He might mm. decide to throw him straight in. I don't know. But yeah. let's give him some time to put his boots on. Mm-hmm. Shake hands, get to know people. Mm-hmm. Not judge him straight away. But September, there's a lot of games in September, aren't there? There's a couple of midweek yeah. league games. Bristol City, Sheffield United. Yeah, there's the Carabao Cup as well. So there's, yeah. pl- there's plenty of game time opportunity for him. Maybe yeah. not straight away, you know, but... You know, and he will get the opportunity chance. under oh, yeah. Frankie McAvoy. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, yeah, um, and I tweeted it last night. Our North End mm-hmm. better coming out of the window than they were going into it. Yes, I definitely. Yeah. 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 Which can you they ask were, for more? Yeah, they weren't I mean, in. They weren't in January because no. whoever they got yep. in, you, they lost Ben Pearson and Ben, ben Davis, Davis, which you're and not Darnell replacing. Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Um, Though the first two, especially, you're yeah. not replacing at this level. No, so I don't think they were in as good a shape coming out of Jan. And results proved that for mm-hmm. until until Frankie came until in. Frankie came in. You know, with, with Alex, sort of, you know, probably lost a bit of confidence in himself, lost yeah. a bit of confidence in the team. Whatever. Well, yeah, just going. Yeah, and just think. You know, it was time. You know, probably gone a bit stale, ready mm. for another challenge, ready for a rest. You know, mm. so. Um, we talked about. I talked about yeah. perfect storm with Alex Neal, and I think they kind of missed the boat. It was either then or, or yeah. you know, it was like now or never sort of thing where they had yeah. the squad and they didn't quite get there. And yeah. so yeah, in the end, have to move on. And now, yeah, now they're, um, you know, they're, they 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 are where they are. So yeah, so I think they are better than. Well, I, th- I think they're better on Wednesday morning than they were on Tuesday night. Yeah. Certainly, better, better shape, and certainly when the window opened in, you know, in the summer, they are better placed now. Yeah, I think um, they're better now than they were when the window closed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I think how far it will get him, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there'll be enough to challenge up towards the top. The playoffs, yeah. Um, I think there's certainly enough there to keep him away from the bottom. Bottom rungs are probably probably about where they are at the moment, you know, mid mm-hmm. tableish at the moment. I'd say. I think with North End, what's always been leveled is Alex Neil used the phrase a few times. North End were a patchy side, and they mm. were would often have like 
three or four good results and mm-hmm. then three or four bad ones. And yeah, they go winless for a month and yeah. then win for the next. Always pull it out, yeah. yeah so go and beat them for the next yeah. two. Somehow they've got to find a bit more consistency, with whatever you know, with who they've got. So hopefully yeah. this will allow them to do it. Yeah, I I feel like it might be one of those seasons where. Uh, let's say top half, mm-hmm. mid right mid that mid sort of mid table, not the not the mid table where I mean if you think about it, probably there's probably about eight teams mid table, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be ones where they'll get to the stage where they may take a little shy at the playoffs. You go, oh, we're only we're only six points, we're only whatever points off the playoffs. Never quite get up yeah. there, but it'll be like almost threaten to threaten the playoffs mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes sense. But I think there's there's stuff to build off there. You know, someone like Ali McCann is is someone who will be good enough yeah. next season as well little bits like that whether you know, I saw people saying on Twitter about whether we can sign someone like Seth Vandenberg permanently Everson permanently you've got to remember that there's still a lot of value in those players for the parent club yeah. there's still a lot of yeah. time in their career yeah. they're not realistically going to sign permanently necessarily not at the you moment. can't rely no. on that no no so it, 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 there are some stopgap mm-hmm. options there but yeah. the like, signing of McCann for example shows that they're also building for yeah. next season and stuff like that. So I, I th- think w- it's a better squad than we went into, yeah. that's for sure. Can you can I mean, you go into the transfer window, that's the that's the end yeah. of the game, isn't it? So they were, they were clearly looking for a, an out and out striker. Mm-hmm. They tried two lads from Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um the Swiss lad who ended up going to Augsburg in Germany. They tried to get him on loan and then Brighton bought a lad in from Sen- uh, Senegalese lad from Slavia Prague mm-hmm. for six million on transfer deadline day and loaned him straight to Stoke. Mm. I know North End were in for him, and I think a deal had been agreed. But there was, um, I think Brighton wanted to send him to Stoke. For, I think they'd already got a play there. On yeah, centre off. Yeah, so so perhaps that swung it. So Save, were, saves on petrol. You yeah. only have to, <laughs> have to watch yeah, one. Yeah. No, but the the North End that showed they were clearly looking at a striker. Mm-hmm. So maybe you think they're still a little bit short there. So that would have been Ab- Abdullah Seema, yeah. who came in for seven million that North End went close with, yeah. and uh, I can't find the other one. Looking on this uh, transfer market thing, mm-hmm. but anyway, he's gone to Augsburg. Yeah, gone to on Sunday, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Zakiri. Yep, yeah, Andy Zakiri. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Hasn't really settled in two almost. Yeah. Um, I haven't really set, not got too much of a first team chance, but mm. you know I think North End like the look of him. Um, yeah. But he's, he's gone. He's Swiss in, Swiss under twenty one international. Mm-hmm. Just made their full squad recently, but I think um, I think playing in the Bundesliga might give him a little bit more chance of. Yeah, you can't knock that. Can no. you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, so. That showed to me. Well, you know, there were obviously other strikers he looked at as mm. well, and they, they were after one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but. It, that's one area. If they were looking for a striker and they mm. haven't got one, they might. You might argue, yeah, Murphy's coming as like a second striker, but as a sort we of have an out striker. And we haven't yet nine. mentioned yeah. Connor Wickham. Yeah, so who is still on trial and still remain yeah. to see. Yeah, Con- a bit of freedom Con- with that. Connor Wickham, with him being a free agent, having mm-hmm. been released during a transfer window, as Palace did earlier in the summer, he is a free agent and he can sign for a club at any time outside of the confines of the window. Yeah. So. If North, no, the word from North End is that he's looking good in training, mm-hmm. but he's rusty because mm-hmm. he hasn't played a first team game since July 2020. Yeah. You know, since the restart games when he was on the at Chef Wednesday. So, if they decide over the next couple of weeks, yeah, you're getting your fitness back, you're looking sharp. 
it might be one they can do yeah. further down the line. But there's no rush. No, no. Uh, while we're on the topic of free agents, it gives me an excuse just to read out this list of free agents that are going. And whether, I mean, let's, we're not at all saying that Pierre are in from or anything like that. But these are the players that are available. Robbie Brady, Jack Wilshire, Nathaniel Mendes-Lang, Daniel Sturridge, Kean Bryan, Andre Wisdom, Wilfred Bonney, Ahmed El-Mohamedi, Kadeem Harris, Neil Taylor, Hal Robson-Karnu, Andy Carroll and Mo Besic. There is some... There is some talent out there. Yeah, There's one or two that I wouldn't mind at PE with all this yeah. I don't know, it's, it's whether finances, up, all that should, sort of stuff. I think they'll get snapped up at some point. You but four, but there's a bit going, yeah, isn't there? I know. Yeah. Decent that. Right, Robin Robbie Brady is at yeah. wing back. I know. Whipping the ball in. What one thing I think that shows, Tom, you know, like they're they're a sort of top end of the sort of free agents yeah. after the window. Yeah. There's gonna be a hell of a lot of other players underneath. Mm. And when you hear people saying, Oh, can't can't North End or other clubs pay them off the Deadwood let's get rid of him if you're a footballer <laughs> with another yeah. few months left on your contract seeing the state of play at the moment with certain players not getting deals elsewhere for a little bit of a payoff are you going to risk yeah. putting yourself out of work yeah. and not being able to go and train anywhere in the hope that someone might snap you up as a free agent so I, that, yeah. that's why I can it's an org. Once upon a time, it might have been quite an attractive proposition for some players, but yeah. at the moment, is it? You know, I could see why players want to sit on a contract somewhere. At least they're going into train every day and prepare themselves, run the contract down, and have a look for something in January or whatever. Yeah. Now we're expecting. Obviously, North End haven't yet confirmed their twenty-five man squad, and that will be something that will come out soon enough. And we're expecting a handful not to make it. It's got to be. There are too many players. Yeah. You know, like the EFL's rules is for championship clubs, you're allowed 25, you've got to register at 25, well, mm-hmm. you don't have to register full 25, but your maximum is you're allowed to register maximum of 25 players yep. over the age of 21 yep. or, or you're on loan. So even though, like, Seth Vandenberg's 19, 19, he's a loan player, he counts as a senior player. Yep. So stop you filling your squad with, like, squad players and say, oh, they don't count, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Hoarding yeah, so I think films. I think they've got about 28, 29. Now, you can take Izzy Brown out of the equation because you won't be having to register him until he's Because he'll get another chance in January. Yeah, yeah. The window. I, th- I think on going, I think you can you can swap and change people, I think. You know, right. um, I don't think it has to be done window to window. I think there is a chance that if someone got injured, you could bring mm-hmm. in someone else. But you're going to think there's going to be three or four who will be training but not available for championship games. Yeah, I got I got sent a, a sort of squad list from a guy called Sam Wilkins on Twitter. Thanks for that. Uh, which I found, which I'm finding it difficult to argue with. Mm-hmm. Goalkeepers three: Everson, Rudd, Hudson, yeah. which leaves out Ripley. Yeah, wing back, left wing back, Earl and Cunningham mm-hmm. speaks for itself. Right wing back, you've got Van der Berg and All Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Centre halves: Andrew Hughes, Bauer, Lindsay, Story, which mm-hmm. is four for three positions, which is a bit tight. But then you think Cunningham can play there, Van der Berg can play there, yeah. Earl can play there. You've mm-hmm. got the depth. Centre mids, Brown, Ledson, Whiteman, McCann. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got attacking midfielders slash, well, yeah, I'd say attacking midfielders. DJ, Potts, Sinclair, Barkey, Murphy, Thomas. Mm-hmm. And then your forwards, Maguire, Reese, Evans, and Wickham. Yeah. obviously training there at the moment. They, whether, mm-hmm. when they have to make a decision in yeah. terms of squad registration, whatever, we don't properly know. But that then leaves out Ripley, Rafferty, Hunts, Bayliss obviously has now gone on loan. Harrop and Brown. Yeah. 
do any of those players there you think oh he should get in ahead of him mm. not no not really no no it's um Ripley's the obviously choice as a goalkeeper yeah. sort of Matt Hudson's your third choice there mm-hmm. who could probably you know and he counts as a homegrown player as well which yeah. helps with your EFA re- EFL regulations uh, so yeah so Ripley you can't argue against mm-hmm. Rafferty, they seem keen to ke- take keep around. Mm. I think he's a little unfortunate yeah. because he's he's helped North End out a lot when yeah. they needed him mm. in spurs with vers- versatility and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But you, you're going to have to be ruthless. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Hunts we've not seen this preseason. For I did better. see him warming down. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, though, which couple, was good. Yeah, a couple of reasons um, not being in. Yeah. Which uh, absolutely good. I'm yeah. absolutely gutted for it. By the no, way, no. the fact that he probably isn't going to make the squad. Like my sentiment yeah. wants him in there. Like, yeah, exactly. What yeah. a servant, do you yeah. know. And then you got Harrop, which I think there's a chance for him to leave this window, mm. even just on loan, and he's not taking the opportunity for. So it doesn't look like you, you think he's going to be the one who's getting overlooked in that sort of so attacking mid area. What side of the coin does that fall under, though, with Harrop? Because I've seen at times when players refuse loans and they get praised for wanting to yeah. fight for his place. Yeah. But others will go, oh, it's just picking up a wage. Mm-hmm. Where, you know. We don't know what the conversations are behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah. Where, you know, whether he's been told, look, it's going to be a struggle for you to be in. You will be better off mm. getting somewhere. If he's been told that and he's still hung around, well, mm. I don't know. Is that to your detriment of yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the there's squad, a player. There's a player there in Harrow. Yeah. But he's just not been consistent enough so far. Yeah. And, y- and you'd expect with Thomas coming in this summer that he gets the nod yeah. ahead of Harrow. Mm. He was brought in by the manager. He's been involved yeah. probably a little bit more yeah. really been on the bench a couple of times hasn't yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so then of course in this squad you can have an un- you don't need to register them. anyone under the tw- un- under 21 you can mm. have a an endless list of them and yeah and con- con- you know they can play any time you know they don't need to you know be on that official so list so the likes of Joe Rodwell Grant Lewis Lee yeah you got yeah Rodwell Grant Lewis Lee Josh Erie Norma Wenny mm-hmm. Ethan Walker mm-hmm. Adam O'Reilly Jack Baxter. Baxter, Oliver Lombard, the goalkeeper, Jacob Oliver Wilkinson's out on loan at Fylde, yeah. but I think he can come back in. Good feature as be. well at the weekend. Yeah, um, Lewis Colton. Uh, so you got quite a big list of like young players under there who you would think might form the basis of the reserve side, wouldn't you? Yeah. In the Central League. Yeah, yeah, get some good minutes. Uh, we'll go to some questions from Twitter. So mm-hmm. thanks for sending them in. At Tom Zandles at Seds LEP, if you ever want something discussion on the pod, we aim to please. Uh, first one from uh, at Seds LEP. Did you want to put your bin out? I did, yeah. Black yeah, bin's out. Good. All good. All sorted. 1am. But uh, I believe you're too tight to have brought a brown bin. <laughs> yeah, That's well, I'm supposed to be moving. Like, it's like yeah. a constant thing of, oh, I could move in like a few weeks. And then it's been like six months. So my dad keeps taking a black bin bag full of grass cuttings. Because <laughs> yeah. I, keep, I keep like, oh, I'm going to move soon. And then it just yeah. never happens. Can't you get friendly with neighbours and sort of... Oh, I don't think no. my neighbours like me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, P&E home and away. Do you think uh, we've too many average players who are on high wages? Probably I, one or two, not too many. But yeah. I think there's probably some... The high wages probably aren't that high maybe comparatively for yeah. what PNE could offer but well, the fact is probably to answer 
being a yeoman away, yes, because mm-hmm. you're going to have now have three or four players sat doing nothing. Yeah, so any out of the squad is, is too many, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so, you know, so yes, probably the answer yeah. to that. Now, One I two. think when you're improving the squad, I think North End are on a bit of a project at the moment. Mm. I don't think it's a sort of one-window job. Mm. To get competing at the top end of the championship more is a two or three window yep. sort of thing. Maybe you know, two or three seasons yeah. in my window. Um, Five or six windows. January, if I was looking now, mm-hmm. I would be saying January is more about shipping some out yep. and just adding one or two. I don't See think, how the season yeah, sort of shapes up. Don't want another eight in, eight out job. Sort yeah. of whatever. You know, there's simply not room for that. But, you know, you want to add that little bit of quality. But I think... I think now January needs a bit of pruning myself. Mm-hmm. I can't see with North End how they run the budget, they're being happy with having three or four players yes. not available for championship games. I can't see it going down particularly training. well with the owner. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm sure I'm sure Peter Isdale's been told that yeah. by the owner, you know. And, yeah. Uh, I'm sure paying him for nothing. I'm sure Peter Isdale was trying to get some players mm. off the wage bill as well, yeah. Yeah. But back to the question, yes, there probably are. Yeah. Some players, but in the, by the fact they are not, they're not going to be available to play. And I think we've touched on this a little bit. Someone from someone called uh, Stephen. Are we likely to see North End trying to pay off players not registered? We kind of covered it. Yeah, it's it's unlikely. Yeah. One, I suppose they are still an option for PNE. Should say Josh Earl get season and Cunningham. You know, you've still got Rafferty there knocking about. Yeah. Also. Are players likely to take it given the current yeah. climate for players? You, you get a payoff. What do you do? Where do you go? Yeah. You know, it is it is hard. You know, yeah. so unless you get something fairly quickly, the yeah. longer you're out of work, the harder yeah. it is to get yeah. another job. The same as and the, the thing is as well to become a free agent, you've got to be paid up within a transfer window. Right. So to be available to go somewhere else. Okay. So from now mm-hmm. on, there's no point next week. X, Y, or Z yep. taking a payoff and then going, they want, unless it's non league, they can't go and register with another club until January again. So, so we need to get Wrexham interested, yeah, is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. They're but chucking it about. I, I still don't actually, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what's the rules with that. But mm. you, to become a free agent, you have to be paid, you have to, your contract has to be paid up during a transfer window. Right. So that's not really an option, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought, no. Uh, I think again we've kind of covered this as we were talking. I think Alex, I'm guessing it's Tyson, although it's it's a slight typo in his Twitter name. How do you think uh, the new signs will fare in our team and what their role will be? We've kind of gone through it. I yeah. mean, I'm guessing he means specifically the last two. McCann probably can fill all roles, maybe yeah. potentially more the six, the six deeper role. Yeah, Murphy expecting kind of behind the striker as a as a central striker, just trying to stretch the game a little bit. Or if they play, if they switch formations in yeah. a game or start with a four, he can go either side of the striker, can't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob Dale, hope we can counter on Sep in January and sign him permanently, get rid of Ripley and sign Everson instead of getting good players on loan who do well and don't counter on it when their loans are up. I'm I'm assuming he means just kind of take advantage of it. Or, yeah. I mean, it's difficult because both sides have to agree with it. Yeah. If I'm if I'm Liverpool and Sep's played 18 months at the Championship and done well, yeah. I'm not going to sell him then. No, no. They, they might be thinking they can either... They'll be looking at him at the moment. Well, is mm. he a first-team player at Liverpool for the next few years? Mm. At the moment, you probably say not at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, but he's a good, very good championship player. 
So I, f- I think they'll assess him still. I don't think they'll jump in. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up on loan in the Premier League next yeah, year instead and they just try and progress him That's and see how, stage, yeah. how close they can get him to the first team before yeah. he's necessarily yeah. needed. Mm-hmm. Again, with Everson, when Kasper Schmeichel's the wrong side of 30 and mm-hmm. Everson's doing well, probably not good enough with his feet for what Leicester would expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from when he was talking last week, it doesn't seem to be an area he's overly bothered about he said my job's to keep the ball out of the net yeah. so it's more you know mm-hmm. I mean he's not bad with his feet yeah. he's a long term project again he signed a five year contract yeah. at Leicester didn't he mm-hmm. so he's a bit of a long term I suppose in the Premier League he can afford to give out longer contracts mm-hmm. and whatnot, and see, see how they develop but uh, if they could get him it would be nice yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we're here for it if they yeah. want to do it, but maybe I'd January's not the right time. Times. Maybe, mm. maybe end of a season a bit concentrated minds. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Warren Bennett, does the current squad balance work with a back three slash five overloaded with midfielders? Would four five one four three two one work better, or is it players fit in Frankie's system rather than picking the best system for the players you have? I think I think with the midfield, whatever you're going to play, there are a lot of midfielders. We've, we've covered this, aren't they? Now, mm. if you play three-five-two, it needs three centre midfielders, mm. and then wing backs. If you're going to play a sort of four-two-three-one, like you did last season, mm. that's against a diamond. Three, three centre midfielders or pra- yeah, diamond. Perhaps you could fit a fourth Four. in, yeah. Um, so maybe that's the end goal. Maybe yeah. that's it's all along. Frankie <laughs> yeah. wants his diamond. If, if they played a four-five-one. Yeah. You don't play five centre midfielders. It's got to be sort of mm. wider players there. So I think I think whatever they play is going to end up with sort of three centre midfielders. So, um, but if you think about it, right? So you want two for every position. Mm-hmm. If he's got a three-five-two, yeah. he's got say six centre midfielders. Which yeah, sounds like good depth. Yeah. not not mm-hmm. overstocking. You've yeah. got two. You say Brown, Ledson, Whiteman, McCann, DJ Potts. Mm-hmm. That's that's just. Good depth. That just yeah. seems like decent recruitment to me. Not sort of yeah. overdoing it. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, it, I think it's a case of he's playing the right system for the for the players at the moment because mm. I think he does like that diamond. In an yeah. ideal world, had that diamond worked, yeah. they'd be playing in a diamond right now. Yeah. But it didn't. No. Um, he feels safer in a three-five-two, mm. doesn't he? Yeah. What he doesn't like, I think, well, what they got sucked into against Hull was like it turned into a five-three-two. Mm. Was a fullback's wingbacks got pinned. Yeah, you know, like the, for this system to work properly, it needs the wingbacks bombing on. Yeah, which Earl and like Seth Vandenberg have done. To be mm-hmm. fair, credit to him. I think I think you do though. Kind of have to fit players to yeah. the system. Mm-hmm. If you get the tactics right, yeah. you can you should be able to interchange players and. Yeah. And go from there. I know it's a, it's a very different comparison, but yeah. Pep Guardiola has always played a four-three-three yeah. and changed plays and yeah. m- molded mm-hmm. them to what he needs. Frankie McAvoy will do the same. He's got a system. He knows how he wants to work. He always wanted two up top. Yeah. Brad Potts is playing up top because he wants two up top. That's his system. Players should be able to adapt to it. So I don't think it's necessarily a negative. No, but and I also don't think they're necessarily overstocked no uh, especially well, with Bayless going out Bayless going out Harrop we don't think is going to be involved yeah yeah. sort of another one Thomas is sort of the yeah, edges of it isn't he so yeah. maybe that's a seventh but yeah yeah. It, it's, he's not someone you're guaranteeing mm-hmm. minutes to really now, think about it in the midfield as well Ledson's going to be suspended at some point <laughs> He's got four yeah, bookings now race. only three of them three of them are in the league yeah one's the, in the cup one's in the, the cup ones so you need two two yeah mm. 
by but if, the fifth Yeah, round. but if, if you get a red card mm-hmm. in the League Cup, it does count towards your league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, he's on three yellow cards in the league already. He only five to be so to be suspended for a game. So he's going to miss a game at some point. That might be where McCann first comes in. Yeah. Um, so, and I say people do lose form or, you mm. know, sometimes, you know, the Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday thing, it does mm. sometimes, you need a fresher and pair of legs in there. People pick up injuries and yeah. stuff. You We've know. got COVID at the moment as well. Yeah. The squad does seem to have got hit a little bit lately mm-hmm. um, by people either having it yeah. or isolating. I know mean, they've got to be a little bit careful, don't they, about releasing information on it, people when they're ill. Yeah. Um, for medical confidentiality. So... We're not too sure how many players have actually are isolating or have actually had it. They've been open. Barky's had it. Yeah. Lewis Lee has had it. Yeah. I think a couple of others have had it. You recently. can kind of yeah. put two and two together yeah. though. Because those that those that come out of isolation mm. were isolating and yeah. those that don't Yeah. Probably weren't you know just that isolated. Brownie tested positive for it with the Republic of Ireland last yeah. last season, didn't he? So I presume his isolation was he was sat next to someone who's had it, so he's had to isolate for that reason. Mm-hmm. So he's one you could rule out, say, having it, but you've got to look at, you know, like, COVID will be an issue, I suppose, an ongoing issue mm-hmm. that maybe they'll have to cover for as well. But you, like, you, not only do you, you lose them for the isolation period, 10 days, mm-hmm. but then it's a... It's a phased return. Phased return, that's it, yeah. So that's another seven to nine days. So yeah. you're losing them for best part of three weeks. Breaks, yeah. So yeah. that's that's... You know, you could mm. you could damage your hamstring and be back in, yeah. in about three weeks. Yeah. Picking up, getting COVID yeah. or having to isolate for COVID. Yeah. You're out for three weeks. Right. It makes a difference. I know. Because Tom Barcaves and contrary to rumours, is not tied up in someone's cellar. <laughs> he's actually had it. And I think he's yeah. hit him quite hard. He, I think he was asthmatic. double jabbed or something. He's asthmatic. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so he's had a bit of a phased return, hasn't he? I think mm. he's been back training now for I think a few days. Most yeah. of the players are double jabbed now as well. Which a few, apparently, I've told quite a few got double jabbed the second oh. jab after Saturday's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, yeah, if you're double jabbed, you don't need to isolate. Yep. The, if there's a contact, you just test. Mm-hmm. I think one of the issues at North End is that quite a lot of them had, had the first jab, yeah. but hadn't reached this I sort think of stage. Brownie had one. Yeah, yeah. So, for example. So he had to isolate, mm-hmm. but. Now, if it happened, if you double jabbed, you don't have to, you know like you don't have to isolate. You still have to test, yeah. you know. So uh, yeah, but a few, yeah, a few of them got done after Saturday's game, knowing that they had two weeks without a game. So if there were yeah. any sort of side effects or not feeling great with it, you yeah. weren't going to be missing anything. But then uh, Brownie was missing for Saturday's game mm-hmm. because he'd been out isolated. Not that he'd had it, but he'd yeah. been isolating and he'd not quite. I believe he's got a knock as well. Right. Okay. Be, I don't know if it's an ongoing thing with his hip or not. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he was. But they just add to that that period yeah. where you're not quite in it, yeah. not quite still necessarily yeah. as sharp. So that's where your squad does come in. That yeah. like people as we go through autumn and mm. hopefully get through the end of all this, you know, mm. you are going to get like... Uh, Christmas time, there's always... Yeah. There's always loads of how busy things are. People mm. will get minutes. And and yeah. I think mm. McAvoy is the type to look at other options. I mean, Josh Earl came in kind of out of the cold. cold and he's, yeah. been, he's been brilliant. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's there's definitely opportunities there. Lewis Lee's been around it yeah. and people like that. You know, Joe Rodwell Grant. He's another one for the midfield when you think mm-hmm. about it. You know, so uh, they, they, they rate him highly, yeah. don't they? Yeah. 
number 17. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't maybe maybe reading a little bit too much into it, yeah. but that's a decent squad number to give out to a, a yeah, 17 it's not year in the old, 30s, you know? is it? You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was actually looking yesterday. The squad numbers for someone like Murphy or McCann is going to have to be like, I think 39 is something. Have it's we like not got the anything? Lowest, yeah. hmm. It's like the lowest. Oh, 13's available. Whether no they want that, no. yeah, it's usually a sub goalkeeper. Yeah, I know, that, isn't it? Yeah. Everson went for 12. Went for he 12. went for galleys, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, there's not there's not many uh, squad numbers available. But it shows kind of how how deep the squad yeah. can go potentially, or where where squad numbers are, are given out. Yeah. When North End played that, uh, twenty one also available. When North End played that preseason game at Man City, it was like obviously it was a very young City side, a lot of academy players. There were, there were ninety, I think yeah. there was ninety ninety six squad number. You must feel a little bit out of it by then. I know some uh, some continental clubs though. Some players play with a really high number because you like it, don't they? You know? Yeah, I'm, there goes seventy-seven down the wing. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. A fan I, I'm, to be fair, Tom, I'm still at the old school. I used to, I used to watch North End play one to eleven. Yeah. you know. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was a big fan of Burnley doing that the other day. Mm. To be fair, like they um, they were very close to a full. No, they, they, they nailed it. One to eleven. Excellent. Number seven on the right wing, eleven on the left, yeah. um, four and eight in centre midfield. Like they they nailed it like completely. <laughs> it was great. Um, I seem to think I'm trying to find it now. Wigan played in the um, Mickey Mouse Cup the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, they played Wolves. Mm-hmm. And I think the average squad number there it is, right? Squad number of Wolves. This is from Paul Kendrick or from Sister Paper Wigan Wigan uh, Post. Squad numbers of Wolves starting lineup versus Wigan: thirteen, mm-hmm. fine, yeah, yeah, respectable, ninety-five, <laughs> ninety-two, forty-two. 85, 39, 79, 83, 89, 53, 77. Hey, good God, right. God, yeah. Ready for the bench? Mm-hmm. 93, <laughs> 91, 96, 81, 97, 94, 87. <laughs> Average squad number of 77. Is that Wolves subs? No, that's the whole thing. Total of 1386. Average of 77. How stupid is that? I know know they've got to have a squad number, but why? I'm I'm assuming there's some sort of method behind it where they're like, right, he's closest to the squad, so we'll start at 80 and he's he's 80, then 81. But it's just nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot now. What's your highest North End squad number there's been? Oh, Oh, God. I don't know. Brad Potts will be up there. No, wait. Nemecha was 45. Yeah. Higher, uh, higher, higher. I can't... Uh, no, that I, that I know. Yeah. I'm sure there's highest. Shall I, I know where it is. Go on, then. Shut it. Go on, have a guess. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, From recently, the only one I can think of is Nemecha at 45. 50. 50? Aaron Brown. Oh, was he? Yeah, you know, during Graham Wesley's yeah. centre-half who played up front yeah. at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, I, I was played there. Played number 50. Was yeah. that. I was I like, yeah. Don't have get, nightmares. Get your phones out for Wesley. It's yeah. like, guys, this is a joke. Like, this, Nicky why are we making Nicky light Ump, of this? Nicky Hunt played 42 that game, I think, something like that. Was he? Then, I'm sure Aaron Brown were 50. I'm guessing it was just, what, just a high turnover of squad that they just ran no out idea. of numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or was so. he that big time? <laughs> A number Jeez. 50, yeah. Good I've always, God. I've always wanted to wear the number 50 shirt for <laughs> If I'm wrong, someone will put me right. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note of Graham Wesley, yeah. I think we'll end it there. I think so. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed this, Tom. It's yeah, been it's been very, good. been a good chat, hasn't You're it? You're just not allowed to have time off and then we yeah. can do it more regularly. That's to be fair, though, just just how, how quickly did the mood change last night? Because it was fairly... Mm. 
rebellious. Mm. I would describe mm. it as on social media up until about half past ten last yeah. night, eleven o'clock. Verging on the protesty sort of yeah. vibe. But then to swing, it shows what two signings mm. can do. And they were good signings. And credit but, to yeah. the club, to be fair. I mean, yeah. like mm. we say, you, when you go into a window, what do you want to do? Yeah. You want to come out of it stronger. Mm. And they have. Yeah. And they may have left it late or whatever, but they, the main thing is they're over the line. Yeah. So, you know. I, do, I think... I think f- whole of football does it we do get a little bit excited on transfer deadline day I don't think if North End had done the same two signings on Saturday or Sunday mm. I think they might have still got criticised mm. for not doing anything on the last day you know yeah. now you know sometimes you know getting leaving it right to the end it does concentrate minds financially and you might get the odd better deal but yeah. Or it can be a sign of you weren't as organised as you wanted That's to be. I, say. I think cl- from a yeah. club point of view, from the clubs, they see it as being less organised, having yeah. to do it. At the, like, ideally, North End would un- wanted everyone in yeah. before pre-season. Yeah, it's like, doing, it's like doing your homework on the school bus, isn't it? On the, yeah. way, on the way to school in the morning. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's one way to liken it. So I think football does get itself dragged down into, you know, it's a transfer window. You've had all of the window to do it. And it's not just, you shouldn't be just judged on, judged on what's done on the last day. Yeah. But it's very exciting. Yeah. But, yeah. um, it's one of the, yeah. like you say, it's like doing your homework on the way there. But sometimes if you look, you're next to the smart kid and he gives you all the answers. Exactly. You, you do it on yeah. your deadline day and you could get a decent deal. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, you kind of got to be yeah. in it to win it sort of thing where yeah. if you're not mm-hmm. looking for someone on deadline day, you can't find one of those little yeah. gems that comes available knocking around so I'd but like, then you can like be to accused, be involved, yeah but then but you can be accused of like you're not as organised as you should be you know yeah so, yeah yeah that's yeah. it I think an ideal scenario is you have the business done yeah. but you're sort of yeah. dipping your toe in the water deadline day like oh is this, if there's something there maybe yeah. but oh, it doesn't matter if we don't sort of thing but that show that if you're dipping your toe into the water then just for the hell of it is your scouting as it as your scouting being okay? Yeah. Or well, or is why, it one of why, those? Why don't you already know sort of what you need? So. Yeah, but I suppose. And this is not just angled at North End. This is angled at every club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so is it, is it one of those where you know someone's about, but you don't know whether they're going to be, and someone yeah. just pops up available? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have your, if you're yeah. not, yeah, looking around, you might not see it. But but, but as I say, go just back to it. Had North End made these two signings on Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Would you still have expected another signing on transfer deadline day I'd just for it being transfer deadline day? I don't think I'd have expected it. I'd have liked it. Yeah. And I think a lot of North End fans, yeah. I mean, some definitely would have expected it. And I think a lot would have liked it. Mm. But I ex- I definitely see your point. I mm. think it's just something about being involved in deadline day, isn't yeah. it? You know, mm. especially with they, they almost had a rod for all back when they brought in Aidan McGeady because that's they were still getting brought up years yeah. later. It's such a good deal and it went so well. Yeah. Just, that was a day, wasn't it? It was like the meal, Alex Baptiste, <laughs> and uh, and then McGeady right at the end. I was yeah. on holiday for that one. I remember. Oh, yeah. my, Adam, who, what a hero! Adam, who worked <laughs> here at the time, yeah, who was coming back, yeah. Uh, Adam Lord returning, not not on the sports Return desk, of the Lord. yeah, no. yeah. Uh, but um, returning to another department. But he was covering at the time, and I, mm. I remember I was I was on my phone checking, and suddenly mm. there's Aidan McGeady. I thought, wow, what a yeah. good signing he was, yeah. And uh, we had it with January, but yeah. again, see, mm. right? Is it maybe certain scenarios then? Because mm. January definitely was disorganized. Yeah. This summer was Quite it a middle up. ground? I thought, yeah, I thought. To be fair, they had to do it, some on deadline day. January, uh, sorry, the summer. It we knew what was going on. It happened in an order we sort of expected it. Mm. 
once we knew Set was coming back, yep. Lindsay, Lindsay came. Izzy was a little bit out of the Izzy Brown was a little bit out of the blue, mm-hmm. but it had been talked about. Knew we had to wait for Everson. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they came in. Everson they'd done the deal, but it was mm. when Leicester would release him. Yep. Jamie Thomas was a wild card yep. one. And then it was obviously see how the season started. It didn't mm. did needed reinforcements and got these last two in, you know. Yeah. So. I, and then can, but you compare this deadline day to the last deadline day where it was very much scratched yeah. around. Had they not gotten these two, it would have been disappointing, yeah. but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been the end of the world. January think, yeah. would have been the end of the world. Well, yeah. If you'd lost Ben Davis without even having anyone coming in, yep. you know, if you think about it with Davis going, they got Lindsay, Lindsay. in to cover as a left-sided, but Vandenberg came in as part of the deal. Yeah. Set was, you know, it was fantastic, wasn't it? You know, mm. so... Um, yeah, I think I think if they hadn't have got these last two in now, mm-hmm. it would have been a bit. Mm, it's okay, you yeah. Know, like especially when two of the players are injured, we've yeah. not seen them yet. We'll go back to the earlier argument of like, well, three of them have come back from last season, but I thought, as I say, I yeah. don't really buy into that, especially yeah, with the quality of a couple of them. Mm. But otherwise, it would have been a bit. Mm, yeah. So. Lastly, then, mm-hmm. when you look at this squad yeah. and the depth and whatever, what, who may not even get in the team, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Because um, we're not even talking about someone like Scott Sinclair as, as a necessarily a guaranteed starter and stuff like that, who's mm-hmm. proven quality. Where where do you expect North End? Where should North End be with this squad? I still expect them around mid-table-ish. Mm-hmm. But, as it, but as we spoke about before, with there might be the odd time where they, they pull a run together mm-hmm. where, wow, Hang on, they're only sort of X number of points ahead. We could catch them if we beat them. Yeah, but then, then you might, if a couple of injuries, you might sort of hit, a, uh, you know, a tough run of fixtures. You might hit a part where, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're looking over your shoulder a little bit. But, yeah, um, but you know, middle groundish at the moment. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I look at some of the other, you know, like Fulham and your Bournemouth yeah. and things like that. They, even Stoke, Even, I think, yeah, have put a yeah, very good squad together. Say. And they, they spend a bit five and a half on, on Surridge yeah. and bringing more people in on loan. And Yeah, you, you got, you, they seem to be putting a sort of, you know, good squad together. So, yeah. but let, let's see where it takes us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, onwards and upwards to uh, yeah. Bristol City. Bristol City a week on, a week on Saturday. Yeah. So, we're but doing over these next Yeah, we'll be back then. next week to talk all Bristol City stuff. And yeah. The, the the international break we'll be talking the, about. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The annual six points from Bristol City. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Didn't uh, get them last touch wood, week. Touch wood, touch yeah. wood. Um, but yeah, all that's left to say really is uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, make sure to keep up to date with all the PNE reporting that we do at lep.co.uk. Mm. Uh, myself on Twitter at Tom Sandals, at Seds LEP for Dave, and LEP underscore football for all the stories going out on there. One thing I Anything can I just to add, one Dave? thing I'll have to say, I'm going to batter I'm going to batter someone on Twitter lightheartedly here. But someone uh if you were following my Twitter account yesterday, um we work from home. Oh, yeah. And we had a big power cut round <laughs> round Seddon Towers. Um, some electrical cabling went kaput, and basically the electricity board spent all day digging up our cul-de-sac. <laughs> now we didn't have power for most of the day. It came back, and then probably about twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes before Josh Murphy signed, mm. our house was plunged into darkness <laughs> again. And I put on Twitter. Um, 
we've, we've got a power cut here, you know, for for heaven's sake. I think I put it or something mm. a bit ruder. <laughs> and some fan, some fa- some fan lambasted North End. <laughs> we've got a Premier League training ground and we can't afford the electricity bill. <laughs> Can I just say I was not at Exton. We we do not get invited down yeah. to work at the training ground or anything. The uh, yeah, the power cut was at Seddon Towers and surrounding <laughs> areas, not at Exton. Yeah. So please read my tweets properly. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine I, that? I say this light heartedly, yeah. but imagine some that. some people just want to batter North any, End at uh, times. Any excuse. Is there yeah. uh, any any signings going? Well, we just someone's just walked past the office, so yeah. uh, potentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be able to keep it secret, would yeah. you? Football teams do not invite you to, <laughs> to the training ground. Very very rarely, anyway. So. And you resisted the brandy because that was also an option yeah, from yeah. your Twitter. Should should it have been a coffee or a brandy? You know? Yeah. Some people spotted a tinny ravioli in the background. <laughs> we need to keep. Is that our, your other option? We need to keep our uh, house a bit tidier. I think. So. <laughs> Do you, does, doesn't everyone keep the ravioli next to the brandy? Absolutely. I think we just run out of storage space. Like, yeah. After a super, a certain supermarket had made its delivery, we're having to sort of pile, <laughs> yeah. pile stuff on the side. Other supermarkets are available. They are indeed. They are indeed. Yeah, Morrison's. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but please Morrison's re- the next sponsor yeah, of the podcast. Yeah. Please yeah. read me tweets, bro. Next time. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's everything this week. We'll be back next week to talk Bristol City, the the tediousness of the international break, and hopefully not power cuts. Yeah, and uh, not whether I've put my bin out or not. Yeah. I'm an entertaining 24 year old, aren't I? Absolutely, Jeez. Tom. Yeah, uh, all before your time, my friend. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all I have to say is thank you very much for listening. Thank you.